Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Ryan is Super Strong. We did take a break last week. Oh, hey Rupert. Rupert came in to join me. Uh, we did take a break last week because uh, life has been crazy. Uh, uh, personally and career-wise, all kinds of stuff. Busyness level and craziness level. And so I decided to take a week off last week because I didn't want to rush through editing this episode with my dear friend, Lucy Sheffdahl. Special guest co-hosted by my lovely fiance, Lori Pasqualino, fan favorite, of course. So uh, this is a great episode. Lori and Lucy are best friends, and uh, this is just a great episode. You know, what can I say? So I didn't want to rush through editing this last week. I wanted to put it out in a way that I was proud of, and so I took that week off for a little me time, if you will. Um, <laughs> and then now I am putting this episode out. Uh, not, not that this week has been any less crazy, really, to be honest, but I just felt like I couldn't get, take two weeks off. Uh, so we're back um, and plenty more where this came from. So stay tuned for all the goodness that is to come. Um, if you want to see me play this week, I am playing at, where am I playing this week? I'm playing, I'm playing a high school show tomorrow and Wednesday that I'm doing. Oh, Zach Churchill where, uh, and I are playing at Hive and Honey. Uh, in in Irvine uh, from five to nine on Thursday the ninth, and then on Saturday we're doing our our ranch in Oak in Laguna Beach, four to eight at the ranch and nine thirty to eleven thirty at Oak on the eleventh. So if you are in Laguna Beach area, Orange County area, come to that. And I'm playing Michelli's Italian restaurant over there in Studio City from five to ten on Sunday night, which happens to be wonderful Mother's Day. I love my mom. Uh, I'm sure that you do as well. And if that's true, I hope you have a chance to give your mom a hug or a gift or a card or a flower or something that she enjoys to show her how much you love her. Um, I will hopefully be doing something, if not all of those things above. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I have some secret plans. Um, hopefully she listens to this well after Mother's Day so that she doesn't get any kind of peaked, um, uh, kind of surprise ruining kind of things. No spoilies. You know what I mean? So anyways, um, this year has been crazy. Lots of craziness happening and my life has been really insane. Um, stressful at times, hard at times, and uh, sad at times. And I hope that if you are uh, having a year like mine that you're staying strong. I care about you. I hope that you are safe while you're driving. I hope that all these things are true and that you can focus your energies on listening to this wonderful interview with two ladies whom I love very much, the wonderful Lori Pasqualino, guest co-hosting and featuring the wonderful Lucy Sheftall. <laughs> Oh, I will say before I uh, before I do the the rest of this intro, we uh, we recorded this several weeks ago now, uh, and it was in the heat of the HB four eighty one talk, uh, which we get into at the very end of this episode. Now HB four eighty one is the heartbeat build going on in Georgia. Lucy is from Georgia. I won't get too much into detail here because. Uh, uh, Lucy and Lori get into it at the very end of the episode, and this episode ends a little bit differently than I normally end it. Uh, that being said, this is just a little bit of a spoilie. <laughs> I said no spoilies earlier. Just a little bit of an alert that, like, at the very end of the show, we do get a little political. Um, so if you're not into that, then turn it off in the last five minutes or so. You know, don't let it get too crazy. But, uh, but I, I think that it's very good to hear women speak about stuff like this that they care about, and it, and these are features on who these people are. And Lucy is extremely involved and informed in politics and her Democratic Party and all these different things in the world in general. She cares about Georgia, her home state, 
And so, it, you know, so including this bit about her is just only natural for an interview and a feature that has to do all with her. So, uh, forgive me if you don't like politics, or if you go onto this episode, or you go onto this podcast, you know, trying to get away from politics, maybe. Um, but either way, I hope that you understand that these are lovely, intelligent women who I look up to and admire. And so I'd be foolish not to let them have a platform to say some things about that because everybody is caring about this right now. So, um, so yeah, do some research and figure out how you stand on that and all that kind of stuff. But hey, just a little alert, just so you know, that's coming up at the very ending of the show. But with no further ado, like I say every week, I want you to get comfy. Get yourself a beverage if you're thirsty, you know. Or get yourself a little snacky if you need it. Or get a little pup to pet. Whatever you need to make yourself comfortable. <laughs> Sit back. Relax and enjoy the freaking show. All right, hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it. Super strong. Today's strength level is fairies. Now, fairies are strong. It's something that people don't normally talk about as a signal of symbol of strength. I don't think, but it is. They're one of the oldest characters in all of our kind of legends and folklore, and they're around in all the stories since the beginnings of time. And often their spirits are extremely strong. Uh, uh, Lori Pasqualino and I actually watched uh, watched Harvey last night. Uh, now this will be week when this podcast comes out. It's actually going to be weeks old, but uh, we did watch Harvey, and that's about a fairy spirit as well—a very strong mm. fairy spirit. Um, yeah. That being said, today's energy for today is fairies, and we'll get to why um, because it's specifically about my guest. But before we get to her, I must get to the special guest co-host. You know her. You love her? She's been on several times before. This is the lovely Lori Pascolino. Hello. <laughs> hey, babe. How's it going? Good. Okay. Do you like fairy energy? I do. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that the person that's in the room with us has fairy energy? Explicitly. We've talked about it ad nauseum. That's right. This is someone who has, has a fairy spirit. She's a wonderful person. Beautiful smile, wonderful to be around. She's one of Lori's future bridesmaids. She's an actress, an all-around super talent. This is the wonderful Lucy Shiftall. Hello. (laughs) Is that fairy-like? Oh, sounded exactly like a fairy. Very (laughs) fairy-like. Lucy has a fairy, uh, a very strong fairy energy coming about her. Very Celtic energy. She's a strong woman. We love her. How are you doing, Lucy? I am loving this room. <laughs> I love the energy of the other energy in the room. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to... The, the the other energy in this room has been on the podcast before. A little unbeknownst to many people that are listening, but we'll have I'll save that for another show if people inquire about that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, you and Lori went to Syracuse together, right? Whoop. Yes. So that's where you guys met. Um, the first question I, I, I want to get to know you know you more, or actually I know you very well, but I <laughs> but I want the listeners to get to know you well. Um, the first question I always ask all my all my guests is very simple. Uh, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong, and so I'm here every week, and everybody knows the sound of my voice. Lori's been on. I, I think I counted recently how many episodes, but it's a lot. A lot. It's a lot of episodes. Um, she's been a lot. So they're going. Like, listeners of the show go, yeah, we know her. Uh-huh. Sure. But some listeners are going, who is 
is this though you know so my question to all my listeners or to all my guests when they come in is hey who are you and what are you doing here <laughs> well i was born in georgia just kidding but i was mm-hmm. so you bet you're just kidding about the accent the, or the way that you're going to no, tell the story <laughs> you have that accent sound more like that yeah i guess yeah i guess i did <laughs> <laughs> depends on what role i'm playing or how many drinks i've had yeah or, it comes yeah. out who i'm channeling i guess that's right i think a good way to kind of describe you to people who know me is how our friend nilsis said at, at, at our engagement party she came up to me and she said oh so lucy's the southern version of you oh my <laughs> <God>. i love <laughs> that <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, so how would I describe myself? I mean, credentially speaking, mm-hmm. grew up in Georgia, fell in love with telling stories. Mm-hmm. So went to Syracuse where I met Lori for mm-hmm. acting. Um, then I moved to New York City, did more acting predominantly on the stage because it's New York. And then I moved to L.A., um, where predominantly it's obviously film and television. Right. And that's what I've been doing since then. And a smorgasbord of other interesting, odd talents and jobs and creations, I would say. Yeah. Collaborations. Um, Love traveling. I'm a Virgo. (laughs) 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 I'm a Leo moon, Aquarius rising, vegetarian, born vegetarian. That's right. Democrat and um, want to save the world from this kind of perilous time that we're in right now. Gotcha. Frankly. That's that awesome. sort of drives a lot of my art, I would say, too. You just explained all that as, as credentially, just so you know. That was all your credit. Yeah. <laughs> this is my CV. This <laughs> I want to do for no. <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. It gives, it gives people a good idea of who you are, and I'm excited to have you here. Um, we've had so many mutual friends on this show before, and so it's, only, it's, it's been way too long. I, I should have asked you so much sooner than I did. I should you know. have listened to your podcast sooner. Not well. Okay, so we'll, we'll both just be really angry blog. at us. Yeah, we'll both be yeah. very angry at ourselves. <laughs> We're all just, you know, we have lots of secret talents and interesting things going on. That's so. true. We t- that is true. That is definitely true. Um, what kind of toys did you play with growing up? Barbies. Mmm. And baby dolls. Mmm. But then it was so interesting because um, I remember having a like a play kitchen. Right. And I would ask my mom for the baby formula can when she was done with it. Right. From your brother. From my little brother. Uh-huh. And it was like I wanted to set any world that I made believe in, they had to be 100% authentic and <laughs> realistic. <laughs> so it was like, even at, at age four, it was very interesting. And it wasn't because I was, you know, desperate to be a mother or anything, but I think it was like that was an actress early on sure i think that makes sense too because your home is basically a living museum (laughs) you lit your right like you live in an antebellum home and like the your father's pretty obsessed with keeping the bottom floor that's true quite authentic but this was even before we lived there ah this was in atlanta in a more modern house ah okay but i had oh you're in atlanta first i didn't know that i was yeah but you were all over the place growing up Atlanta and then Columbus. Georgia. Okay. Okay. Colja. So all over the places. Okay. All over the, the 
the northern western part of georgia <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool that i was wondering what people play with growing up what did you play with Lori? um well we were poor mm-hmm. so i mostly took things apart and put them back together yeah well <laughs> i no. i mean no i had toys i had toys but i i wasn't super interested in them i i mostly played with the grown-up things and tried to see how they worked and i invented things yeah i i remember one summer it was a particularly hot muggy new england summer in boston and all the kids just kind of had nothing to do but lay on the asphalt and yeah you know tell each other when cars were coming and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so i was trying to configure some sort of homemade air conditioning system yep so i i had gotten this old (laughs) this makes us sound so poor (laughs) i got an old trash can (laughs) and i filled it with water (laughs) and i try i experimented with the different levels of water to then blow a fan down into. This is how little attention parents used to pay to their kids. Now, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just playing with water electronics and water garbage can. That's good. That's so good. That's what I. And, so problem solving. And that's it, why you're an inventor today. That's right. It distracted <laughs> me from the heat. <laughs> I also had Barbies, but I didn't. Barbies care. were the best, man. Yeah, but also kind of dangerous. Uh, oh, you mean uh, yeah? You mean like emotional here? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Weird, I had this weird pregnancy Barbie with like a little plastic belly, and it would pop off. Okay. Under her choking overalls, hazard. and choking it had hazard. a tiny baby inside of it. Ooh, wow. super! It so weird. Wow. That's, pushing the agenda. Pushing the agenda. That's, a that's very funny. Pants. I know. I once cut the hair off of all of my Barbies I after did that seeing too. a commercial yeah. for that Barbie where you actually could, could cut the hair. her hair off and on. And was highly disappointed when it didn't I did out. that because Princess Diana had short hair. Oh, that's cool. Oh, good reason. Princess but it didn't Diana. fall. Man, I was talking about Princess Diana for a long oh, time. Wow, I remember I that whole thing. I have a very distinct memory of my mother for like a whole year just saying that poor girl. That yeah. poor it was girl. an epic. That was epic. Moment yeah, in our childhood. That was. It really was all over every all the news. All up because as I was painting our kitchen cabinets this past weekend, I was listening on the TV to um, like watching those conspiracy shows mm. and Princess Diana came up in several of the episodes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Interesting. Mm-hmm. Lucy, what's your favorite season? Mm. Well, I'm a winter by color. Okay. It doesn't have to be your, your favorite. favorite. But my favorite season, sorry, I'm just having a little ice right now. <laughs> having a little ice. A little ass. Um... <laughs> question maybe summer okay because usually you travel in the summer she's like maybe summer but maybe spring or fall (laughs) maybe i love all the seasons (laughs) yeah maybe summer you get to travel it's fun i don't know i'm i'm sort of an extreme person so i think summer and winter okay yeah what's your favorite seasoning hmm Cayenne pepper. Ooh, that fits right. Oh, that's what that was my question. Do your season and seasonings match up? And in my mind, that's a perfect match. Thank mm-hmm. you. Either actually, either uh, for, for summer guys. or winter. What about you, babe? What are what are your favorites of those two things? Spring is my favorite. Some is my favorite season. It's lovely. interesting because you have such strong allergies. Well, they're strong here. I don't know. It's just you know I don't know. It's just it's just how it's always. But I just love spring. I love the smells. 
love the like the the feeling of after rain yeah colors it's good life brand new life now i want spring not too hot although i'd rather have hot than cold but you know so i mean once we get to spring i'm happy for a long time long period of time then so we hit winter very pissed for for a short amount of time then it's over then i get to happy again okay what about your seasoning seasoning that's have, hard it's really hard for me. Uh, I mean, cayenne pepper's high, high on the list. I had to go. I'd have to because my my ideal like seasoning is some kind of mixture, and I was I'm thinking of like barbecue rubs and stuff like that, which is perfect mm-hmm. for spring and summer. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, that's yep. what you eat during that time period. That's true. So I think seasoning would have to be that. What mm-hmm. about you? Oh, autumn, one hundred percent. You're such an autumn. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, yes, it's across true. the board. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Autumn. Autumn and then lemon? I was going to say lemon. I put lemon on everything. And I guess if I had to pick a non-fruit, like an actual, like it would be garlic. But Yes. Garlic lemon. Yeah. Garlic lemon. Yeah, garlic soda. I pretty much season everything I make with garlic and lemon and butter. Doesn't matter what it is. You really can't go wrong with that. And a little bit of white wine. Toaster strudel. Or that. Pretty much everything. (laughs) Georgia peach. Do you like peaches? I do. Mm, does everybody from Georgia like peaches? Probably only because people in Georgia tend to gravitate towards really stupidly sweet foods. Okay. What is what is there an annoying like I, I know for being from Kansas there's that annoying thing of like, "Oh, you're from Kansas? Did you meet Dorothy?" that kind of thing. You know, is there something yeah. like that for Georgia? Is it peaches or is it something else? Or is there anything? I would say they always reference Gone with the Wind. Oh. Which I honestly don't have a problem with. Oh, that's pretty rad. You love that. But there was sort of a funny story (laughs) that I always tell people that happened to me when I went to Walnut Hill one summer, actually, Mm. up near Lori's neck of the woods in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And the people were joking with me and they were like, so you're from Georgia. I mean, these kids were from Massachusetts predominantly. They were like, (laughs) so they're idiots. No, they were very bright. <laughs> they went to, you know, the school that Caroline Kennedy went to, yes. okay. Concord Academy or what, whatnot. Right. But they were very much like, um, oh, oh, you're from the South? Like, do you just like, you know, sit on a porch and drink uh, sweet tea and like have big columns of your house that's old? And I was like, most people don't, but I actually yeah. kind yeah. of had that. You do that. <laughs> but, but it would have been bourbon. Right, and exactly. Straws on yeah. the In the sweet tea. Well, yeah, people, I guess people in my family do like sweet tea. I'm surprised they knew what sweet tea was. I didn't know what that was until college. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew iced tea, mm-hmm. but. I just it. had sweet tea last weekend in Nashville. Ah, welcome. Yeah. It's, when you're in the South, it's good to have some sweet tea. I can only have about one glass of it because it is sugar, it's <laughs> sugar like water. Pure diabetes. <laughs> but it is fun to have once, like once in a blue moon. The last time I had it was the last time I was in Nashville, which was three years ago now. So. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, okay. The next, uh, then uh, I have more questions for you. I have more things. We're gonna keep on learning. But before we do, because we have a co-host, I want to take you to the co-host corner and Ooh. meditation. Co-host corner and meditation. some aggressive waves yeah 
Are they the? Oh my! <laughs> it's the bird. Oh my! Please, please let the meditation soak over you both. What happens now in the co-host corner is I'm gonna give Lori, my co-host, a chance to not only ask you some questions of her own, mm-hmm. but more importantly, I want her to channel the energies around us, the energies of the listener. The energies of anyone and anyone that might be asking questions. Because the thing is about these podcasts is that people want to ask you questions. You know, they're hearing me ask questions and they're going like, yeah, but ask her about this. Ask her about that. So this is my co-host's opportunity to ask those very questions. Does that make sense? It does. So what's going to happen is all I'm going to do is play this wonderful singing bowl. You're going to meditate. I want you both to breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. I will I will intermittently interrupt with guiding meditation, and you will have to follow those rules and uh, or guides. Like and then Lori will ask in a soft tone so as not to disrupt the meditation any questions that she feels are being brought to her through energy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Bring yes. it. Are you ready, Lori? Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the co-host corner and meditation. Please breathe in through your nose. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, whenever you're ready, Lori. I hope I don't fall asleep because it feels good. If you were to actually embody a fairy, which fairy shenanigan would you find yourself in first? So this is purely what just came to me. Mm -hmm. I would put soulmates together, no matter what the details were. They were married or whatever. I would push them together to make them kiss, and then I would run away and laugh. And by run, I mean fly. Oh, you little benevolent malevolent. Mm -hmm. Breathe in through your nose. Little Venus. And out through your mouth. What color is your aura? Hmm. So the first word that popped in my head was lavender. Mm. But I don't know if that's... No, 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 don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe in a little bit more. Hold it. Out through your mouth. What instrument are you? A harp. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Out a little more. Get it all out. In through the nose. Stop. Keep going. In through the nose. (laughs) Relax. If you could only keep in this world cheese or yoga, which would you choose? 
Make the right choice, Lucy. If I could still have dancing and sex, then I would choose cheese. <laughs> and that's been the co-host corner and meditation. It's but, nice to have a long guided... But what is yoga but sex, <laughs> dancing, and cheese? <laughs> it's always nice to have a little uh, guided meditation in the middle of the podcast. We don't do it every episode, but whenever I have a co-host, I like to do that. Sure. Just have a I nice little time. That. Just I a nice it. little time to breathe together. That was great. Um, bourbon lady. You like bourbon. You're drinking tequila this evening. Uh-huh. Uh, you wanted a little bit more of an upper, a little bit more of an excitement maker, which tequila tends to do. But typically, when you come over, it's hot toddy time. It is. It's bourbon on the rocks time. It's bourbon neat. It's bourbon some kind of, you know, old fashioned. Mm-hmm. You're a bourbon lady. Is that correct? That is correct. Do, uh, but you like all spirits except for gin. Deathly allergic to gin. Yes. yes. She, it's not that she doesn't like it. She I know. cannot have it. I would it. say I, what I like about vodka is only the mixers that go with vodka. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of a blank slate. Yeah. It's like a refreshing summertime. Yeah. You can do anything to light, it. Light, like watermelon juice, you know. Yeah. It works. It's thing. like having a fresh pressed juice, but with some adult time. Some feelings at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some regrets. <laughs> no, the forgetting of regrets is the point. <laughs> I would say wine and um, specifically Pinot Noir. Mm. And then like white burgundies. Right. Or a really good Chardonnay, like old world Chardonnay. Excellent. And then good bourbon. Yeah. Excellent. And tequila only for dancing and for like, we're going to be buzzed, but we're going to be focused. (laughs) Right. We're going to have some fun. (laughs) Yeah. Cut loose. Not like a mush mush. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Um, you were not a dog person when I first met you. No. Then now what I'm happened? Going British, I don't know. Then what happened? Rupert. Rupert happened. <laughs> <laughs> you met Rupert. You fell in love with him. Can you tell the rest of the story? I fell madly in love with him. Yes. So Lori had just pretty recently moved to LA, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish. I, I I was here a year. I don't remember I a Rupert. pre-Rupert time. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> brief time here. Um, and she rescued him. Yep. Yep. And he was so sweet. I mean, he's service dog registered material, service dog material. Yeah. Yeah. And meeting him, I was just like, oh my God. I was awestruck with how docile he was. And he still just wants to, even earlier, he just threw himself on me. It was yep. just so He just wants sweet. to lay down. Yeah. He's, He's kind of, of like a big terrier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You kind of very like politely tapped his head and was like, you're not awful. Yeah. <laughs> Cut too. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Cut, Cut to that's, that's, that's you cutting. You're like dot, dot, dot. <laughs> bread crumb, You're bread still crumb, telling the story. <laughs> to uh, his, uh, his Royal Highness Prince Louis of Atwater. That's right. Prince <laughs> Louis of, of Atwater. Prince Louis of Atwater. Prince Louis of Atwater. How long have you guys had him now, you and Sonny? Oh, my God. Like three? No. Three years? Probably two, about. Two, two or three. Two yeah. to three. Two to, we'll go with two to three. Yeah. Little Louie, is a, he's a great dog. He's a great pup. I love him. Uh, it's always, uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of, of dog sitting him a couple times here at the house and uh, him him and Rupert and I have a nice little trio going when we go, mm-hmm. you know. Like the little musketeers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he'll, it's funny because Louie likes to yap a little bit, but oh, uh, yeah. all I go is like, hey man, 
And he looks at me and he goes, and he just stops. And then he just doesn't do it anymore. He's like, oh. Because he's like, oh, I guess you're not it. doing it. And Rupert's okay. not doing it. And I guess we don't do that here. And he just stops. <laughs> yeah. He's like a circus dog. It's really cool. I keep teaching him new things. in the air. Yes. I know. He's like a gazelle. He but much he does smaller. jump high yeah he jumps on the couch he jumps up he he, he jumps it's awesome it's very he likes to get onto a, a roost he's but like it, a baby kangaroo it's, yeah it's <laughs> a not joey. like a horizontal a trajectory it's like a full vertical <laughs> leap yes yeah he's a good dog yeah he's he just a good, a good boy dog. And i taught he gets, him he gets along well with rupert yeah. yes thank god yeah um recently i taught him louie hug mommy and i lie down on my back he comes, puts his paws on my chest, nuzzles his head against my neck, and is like, hello. Aww. And then I give him a treat. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, I give you Ryan can train treats, him with treats for showing affection to me as well. She does. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Smart girl. Got to train him young. I know. Well, he's probably four or five now, but. <laughs> he's an old man in, in dog Little terms. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting gray. Aww. All right. Well, it's time for our next segment. This is something I think you're going to like it. It's called the compliment corner. (gasps) The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. Hey, Lucy. Welcome to the compliment corner. Thank you. Isn't it cool how I have it set up so that we actually go into a whole different area it's like a wooded area with little animals trouncing around our feet yeah i like that (laughs) yeah in the comment corner what happens is it gives me and my guests an opportunity to kind of forget the world around us right we we forget how there's some doom and gloom there's some you know crazy politics and all the crazy things that are happening out in the world gives us a chance to forget those things and what we're going to do is practice complimenting each other. It's something that people don't do all the time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. Then you're going to look at me, give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier. Ooh. How's that sound? I like it. Now, today's special because normally when I have a guest co-host, I just say, let's play this game. You know, you've already had your compliment, you know, and all these, and she's my fiance. So she's gotten plenty of compliments from me. However... I, I can't pass up the opportunity for you two to compliment each other. Uh, I think that it's very important. You're going to be one of Lori's bridesmaids. She loves you very much. You love her very much. I think it would only be a smart thing to give you guys a chance to uh, to compliment each other as well. Does that make... Oh, is that gosh. fair? Sure. That's okay. totally fair. So, uh, uh, well, it, like you and I will go first and then you then you guys will go. How's that sound? Oh, that's very nice. Now, that. That will be a real corner too because the way that we're sitting... Right. We're like a perfect yeah. trinity. It's perfect. Listening. A perfect exactly. trinity. Yeah. Oh, I'll be the Holy Ghost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here we go. So welcome to the Comment Corner. My name is Ryan. And I'm Lucy. Normally we handshake here, but you're too far away for me to reach over it all that far. I'm not Stretch Armstrong. I wish I was. I'll point my toe like a ballerina at you. <laughs> Lady leg. Okay. Um... Okay, so my comment for you is this: I have given you comments before, and I and I have compliment. I, I remember specifically on your birthday, I gave you a compliment that I really meant, and so I don't want to piggyback on that. I want to do something new. Okay. Lucy's like, I don't remember. I was drunk. That's fine. Yeah, we were all having. <laughs> we were in Malibu, guys. We were in Malibu we were in having Nobu, brunch. Enough said. It was a very nice time. Um, my comment for you is this: uh, I've I, I love friendship. 
it's something that I that I'm very intimately in, uh, a fan a fan of. I think I think of myself as like a friend collector sometimes and a farmer. You know, it's like I I really care about being a good friend to people, and I and that's why I, I I live every day trying to make sure that I'm there for people and there for the people I love, and it's not often that I meet somebody that I feel like also does that. And I, and so I think that it, it's hard because you're like your day to day life is filled with things that scream at you right? that you have to take care of, you have to stay focused on, you have to fix, you have to do all these things. So I, not everybody is talented at pressing pause and, and also remembering that you have friends that care about you or need you or things like that. And so uh, this comment for you is very dear to me because I think it's uh, it's I think it's something that you and I share in in common in a huge way and that is that I think that you are an amazing friend and I've watched you be an amazing friend to several people but specifically to my fiance and through hardship through hardship through good times fun drunk screaming crying laughing laughing you know running around all these different times and you always show up in the biggest way possible. Oh and my God. You have your own life going. And so I, I really, I think it's one of the, my favorite characteristics about you. And uh-huh. you live all the way on the other side of town. You do. <laughs> I live on the east side. It's crazy. At water. <laughs> Prince Louis <laughs> reigns. Prince Louis. So that's my comment for you. I, th- I, I It's the thing that I, that I think that we share in common. And, and I think that it's hard to see in a lot of people. And I think it's very, it's something that people should aspire to be. Oh, God, that was so sweet. <laughs> I'm like blushing and on the verge of tears and I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. <sighs> That's my comment for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I would say, so the word that kind of pops up per, for me when I think of you is balance. Mm. And I feel like you're such a lovely um, kind of harmonious balance of intellect and thoughtfulness but then groundedness, sort mm-hmm. of like, not animal, but just sort of like, huh, <laughs> kind of a thing, like earthy. Yeah. You know? And then also creative, but then goofy. <laughs> so you're sort of a lovely um, rainbow or spectrum of um, all the best qualities of people. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. That's really nice. That's really nice. Y'all, it's getting intense in here. It is. It's getting intense. And I like the. I like you know. As well, this is what happens when we have very close friends on the show because everyone's different on the show, especially because we don't know how long we've known each other and all these things. But you, we're very close friends, so it should only get very intense in here. Yeah, it's all good. And there's spirits. There's a lot. And she was making when she said earthy, and she was making kind of a gorilla pounding the ground kind of motion, which I'm very proud of. I'll take that to the heart. Yeah, I'll take that because I can visualize like like a hobbit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking like Celtic mythological creatures but now but taller <laughs> no but you know what i mean they're meant to be the earth in the beautiful you know, little grass house it's fine yeah exactly. sure 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 i'm not talking about <laughs> tolkien hobbits i'm talking about celtic hobbits yeah like a clansman so why don't you just all <laughs> go away learn a little bit about some celtic mythology press pause come on back on the great courses right <laughs> that's right yeah. <laughs> all right now you guys go okay i'll go first i'll go first okay this is actually part of a compliment that I gave you when I asked you to be in my wedding party. But I, I'm going to repeat it a little bit because I think it's important for everybody to know this Let about the world you. here. Yes, <laughs> I think it's quite important. Lucy, you have such like an innate gift and ability, almost like a, an ethereal superpower for seeing right to the essence of people. Mm. 
You really, truly do. You see right past all of their flesh and bones and their masks and their, you know, emotional walls and all of the things that we all have to do to kind of survive on a day-to-day basis. And you see that those are not who people really are in their true essence. You see who they really, truly are. And in college where we met, I didn't, I did not fit in. I was not a socialite, you know, but I, and I didn't really feel ever like anyone saw me for who I was. And I don't think many people did, but I did think you did. Oh, and I remember going on, we used to go on tea dates after one of our more intense classes, you know, and we would go and we would walk around this awful mall and drink Tivana tea. It was the only saving grace that that mall had. <laughs> and, and so upscale. That's right. And I felt as though you actually wanted to spend time with me, whereas so many people just wanted to go to the parties or just wanted to rage or whatever or look cool. You just wanted to talk with me and drink tea And I always felt like that was a far more genuine way of spending time with someone. And I still do. And you continue to do this in all of your relationships. You see past what so many others get stopped by and blocked by and then won't go further to understand the person. And you just seem to like laser beam right on through and see people for who they really truly are. So... Oh God, Lauren! <laughs> oh my gosh, she's good at it. Yeah. Y'all say. That's the whole point of the comment corner. We want you to walk out of here feeling good about yourself. You know what I mean? I think we should all always feel good about ourselves. I agree. So right? this is a good. It's a good practice. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yes, a kumbaya. Yeah. Um, I just think that you are constantly, I mean, and it kind of goes along with what you were saying (laughs) about me, but I feel like you are always stimulating to me. Like I I could (laughs) drink tea with you, be in any venue setting situation, you know, bawling my eyes out, laughing, just being, meditating (laughs) on, meditating on a podcast, (laughs) watching some you know, Celtic series about Celtic education that we're going to do. We're going to geek out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just always like fire to me, but you're also so grounded too. You're so, um, I don't know, like you just walk in your power. And so I'm just like a moth drawn to the flame. <laughs> but you're so interesting because you're... Um, such a nurturer by nature, like you're a true caregiver and it Mm. comes very easily for you. A lot of people want to be caregivers in theory, Mm -hmm. but I think for you, your passion matches your just innate ability to deliver that, which is really beautiful. So you're just like, again, it's like both of y'all are just such lovely culminations of things. Oh, (laughs) thanks, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. And you make me feel seen, too. Oh. Well, both of you do. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Ireland 2020. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this, yeah. stay right. tuned. <laughs> They're Ryan and Lori wedding 2020. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> oh, man. You have to come up with a hashtag. 
Yeah, we do. Hashtag don't come to our wedding. We don't like that many people. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag forget about it. We should have a t-shirt that's... Okay, I'm going to do that. Hashtag okay, we'll we're serving <laughs> cheese. That's it. Just cheese. And yoga. Actually, wait till you hear to the menu. It's mostly cheese. <laughs> Great. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, that's for the Goldman Corner. Well, thank you for joining me there. Well, the world is lovely. a better place. Lovely here. <laughs> Goodbye, tiny woodland creatures. That's right. See you <laughs> later. Next week. See you later, compliment corner. Um, the next the next game that we have is called Green Light. Alright. This is a fun game. <laughs> this He's is a fun this very is, bizarre. This is a really fun uh, traffic based game. As you know how to play traffic based games. I'm sure you understand how to play traffic based games. Uh, everybody does. Red light, green light. Everybody knows that knows how to play traffic based games. Basically what happens is I'm this is a tense chance just for Lucy to speak. Okay? Um I'm gonna give you a topic, right? And then you're gonna start speaking on it. Once I've given you the green light. Okay. Oh, fun. So, and when you've said something that is maybe, you know, some kind of offensive to some group, maybe it's racist, maybe it's sexist, maybe it's something horrible in some way that's very offensive to some group of people. Which she is. Which you, which you are notoriously all of those things. <laughs> that I this will. This is the anti-compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Lucy would be very offensive to Republicans. Okay. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> exactly. that's what, and that's the whole point of this game is I'm playing the devil's advocate. I'm playing all the sides, right? Okay. So uh, once you've said something that's offensive to some group, I will give you the red light. And just like in traffic, you got to stop. I need you to stop, and I want. I'm gonna explain why you've, uh, why you've bothered some group, okay? Uh, and then I, I'll ask you to kind of cool your jets, cool it, just cool it. Let me talk to these people that are that are offended. Let me get them back on your side and rally a little bit. At which point, when I think they've had enough time to relax from your offensive speech, I will give you a yellow light. At which point, I will ex- I will expect you to go through the the intersection slowly, right, Caution. and finish up your views on the subject until i say hey there ain't no more lights <laughs> does that make sense sure yeah, okay. we'll go. so just a simple traffic Green based means game. Go. Like as much as anything in this house <laughs> yeah. okay so my, my topic for you to speak on is should prisoners be forced to wear stripes again like the old days <laughs> Donald but only when I've given you the green light, please. I love that my first. I love that she starts with Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm like prison Donald Trump. I haven't given you the green light yet, sorry, so that's sorry. you know that, that people rule followers are already very upset yeah. with you. So I'm just, not a rule follower. So Never just happened. be aware. Never just be aware that you're on thin ice. Just going into this. Okay. You have not gotten the green light yet, but but you know that the, the topic that you're to speak on should prisoners be forced to wear old stripes like the old times. Green light. Ah! That was so tricky. Okay. <laughs> so, oh my God, he paused. It was so dramatic. Right. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'll get to That's it. That's how he wakes okay. me up in the morning. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm like Donald Trump. So, when Donald Trump goes to prison, yeah. Okay. I want him to wear orange. Right. Mm. Because it'll be such a gross 
clash with his skin. Mm. So I don't want prisoners to ever wear stripes again Mm. because I happen to love stripes. I think that black and white stripes are very chic. Red light. Okay. A couple of problems. Yeah. A couple of problems. (laughs) Yeah. The biggest being, you said you love stripes. Mm. Love them. Now, there's a lot of different groups in the world. There are some people that believe that stripes vertical will thin them down. But some people are skinny and don't want to be thinned down anymore. Mm. Also, zebras, they liked that when you said that. But a lot of people are against zebras. Did you know that? Well, a two-year-old that I nannied. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked. You are at a red light. should not have asked that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I should not have asked you a question. That was my fault. Don't get angrier, listeners. Uh, she, she was clearly answering a question that I asked her, and I should not have asked her during a red light. Uh, but there are people that hate zebras, and just the mere thought of you liking stripes angers them. Is that fair? No. I, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not here to judge people's beliefs. But all I'm here to do is to shine a light on the fact that there are people that don't like zebras. Now, is that something that we all have to aspire to be? Is that something we all need to change our mind? No, but we just can't help it. You know? And those people that listen to my show, most of the people that listen to my show don't like zebras. <laughs> That's just a true fact. I've done a lot of research on my listeners. Um, so I had to cool it. Okay. So basically, listeners, I want to give you the chance to understand that Lucy is a really good person. We love her a lot. Guys. She's, she is great. She loves stripes, right? Okay, settle down. St- stop it. Just cool your jets. People can love stripes and still be good people. You have to trust me on this. <laughs> I'm talking to a large amount of my listener base, too. This is the, this is the problem right now. Th- people think I'm joking, but it's really a large amount of my listener base. Um, Mostly African farmers who, you know, zebras graze on their crops, and it's, yeah. it's disheartening. We do have a lot of listeners in Africa, and that's no hyperbole. That's for real. And I don't know their relationships with zebras, but I can only assume it's... It ain't good. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, coming into my, to their herbs. They're like varmints. Their herb there. gardens. Yeah. This all being said, I think Lucy understands what she's done wrong. I think she understands who she's offended. And so I want you to give her a chance, and I want her to understand who she's offended, and I want you guys to all give each other a break. Lucy, I'm going to let you wrap up your views. Yellow light. So in conclusion... (laughs) Slowly, it is a yellow light. (laughs) I have to say that I really firmly feel, and now I'm going to be British, I don't know, but um, they seem yellow light appropriate. Okay. So stripes... So stripes. <laughs> good, good. Good start. You can't take stripes out of the zebra. <laughs> hey, there ain't no more lights. <laughs> I think that was a really. Out of the well, you can't. <laughs> oh, I think that was a really great way to end. A good pull quote for the show. Uh, 
good. That's really good. Stripes out of the zebra. You can't take stripes out of the zebra. Can't you just can't. No, but in all seriousness, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. This little kid that I nannied for. Oh, I thought you were going to say he Trump heard. sucks. I thought you were just going to say <laughs> Trump sucks ass. Trump sucks. <laughs> Prince of time. Yeah. Collusion, it happened. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. Please. Okay. Okay. 300 pages reduced to four. Give me a break. Okay. But by the time this airs, though. This will be a month, uh, like almost a month old, old at this time. Nobody yeah. cares So anymore. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> the possibility of the future. I keep okay. it real non-topical as to not make okay. everyone furious. So when people do hear it, they get even more furious. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> Which is funny. Which is funny. I'll be like, yeah, I remember a month and a half ago when that happened. It, when um, that wasn't even I as sure crazy as the things that happened yesterday. <laughs> it just gets crazier and crazier. Every day they have to throw the news out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, this little boy I nannied for okay. was dressed up by his mother as right. a zebra for Halloween. Okay. A two-year-old. Right. Mm-hmm. All I'm the pictures you. are so funny because he's painted like a zebra in a head-to-toe zebra costume. Right. And he looks like this. He's, he's so bad. He's like pissed. Yeah. yeah. That's awful. So I could imagine two-year-olds maybe don't have a fond sure. friendship with zebras. Well, that's the same reason why Rupert doesn't like dinosaurs. Yep. And Rupert, Louie doesn't like tacos. Rupert has one Halloween costume that he wears every year. Yep. He's a dogosaurus. It's embarrassing. It's so cute. And, it's embarrassing. Uh, For him and I. Oh, God, I love it. Hey. All right. Well, that's been <laughs> green light, <laughs> red light, that yellow light. Fun. Hey, there ain't no more lights. <laughs> the next game is called Learning by Listing. Rapid Fire. In learning by listing rapid fire, it's very simple. And that was an explosion sound, so please take this seriously. The, in this game, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a topic, okay? And then and, and an amount of time. And you'll have to list as many things as you can think of in that amount of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer. This is inkblot test kind of material. You just let your brain go where it goes. Stream of consciousness. The stream of consciousness. I go wherever that. you like. <laughs> Does that make sense? No um, right or wrong answer. No pressure. Just, just a matter of time. I was born for this. Here we go. For this round one places you'd like to visit before you die ooh, I have go to die um ooh, bora bora mm. australia new zealand iceland all of asia all of africa except for the countries that kill women mm-hmm. um eastern europe russia if they ever calm down and they not they're not trying to uh, steal our elections anymore and it's Stop. safer so the world I forgot to call you. I, I, for, I forgot to tell you that there was twenty seconds on the clock, so that was my bad. But you got so many things down. So the world. Yeah. And we learned a lot. We learned a lot about you in that moment. Yeah, exactly. It's like we learned- I want it all. <laughs> I want, I want the feast. World. I want the bean feast. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. I want a golden goose, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> I want the world. I want the whole world. That's what she says. Yes. She's a real jerk. But you're not like that. But you do want the world done away. But I imagine you kind of looked like that when you were a little kid. What was her name? Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. I want a feast. I want a bean feast. <laughs> a bean oh, I feast. want an oopa loopa now. That's expensive kind of feast. I know. I, her dad I was like, make, finally. I can make the bean what feast What does that take? Three or four cans of beans for you to feast on it? It's like they, uh, they <laughs> say with kids, say yes as often as you can. And that would be a yes. Yeah. That but it means be. something else in that culture, I think. No. <laughs> I don't want to know what it is. Bean means bean in England. <laughs> bean is an international currency. Yeah. Bean feast. Bean. Now I'm curious what it actually what she was actually singing about. I've always been curious about that actually. Maybe she meant jelly beans. 
Maybe. Yeah. Either way, Candy we learned a lot about you. Like you're, you are knowledgeable about the world and what's going on. You stay informed, uh, which we learned. I mean, you're talking about Russia, which is you know, there, there's there are topics that are easy to stay informed about. You also talk about countries in Africa killing women. That's something that's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but you do care about the world. You do care about things that are happening and like you know, um, current events, right? right. Mm-hmm. Do you pride yourself on that? I do. I, I, I think you should because you often do know what's going on in the world. And I always I always appreciate that about you because you actually seem to read and know what's going on in the world and don't have to be told. Like, you know, like like a lot of people don't actually do research. They say something like, oh, yeah, Russia, right? I mean, that's crazy, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you actually really know what's going on. And I love that because you're inquisitive. Thank you. And the audience should know that. Um, what else about that, Lori? Did you notice? Did you notice anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, the first places were, you know, ocean, ocean destinations. I know Bora Bora. Yeah. Bora Bora. That's the first place that came it's in. It's like your an mind. old honeymoon destination fantasy of high school. I you was know? like, let's go to Bora Bora <laughs> and sip. Um, what do they call them? Highballs. Yes. <laughs> or Fiji, even better. <laughs> what do they call highballs? Highballs. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I think bet I'm most like, people listening don't even know what's in a highball. Yeah, they're like, "What's that?" Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "What's that?" It's whiskey and ginger ale. <laughs> they're just driving along in their oh, cars yeah. or working like, at the gym right now, going, "What's that?" Although, watch your what brother Jeff's like, "Actually, Lori, it's a splash of lemon and uh, this yeah. and that." And uh, you're right, Jeff. It's yeah, Jeff knows what's in else, a highball, but it's mostly whiskey and ginger ale, unless exactly. I'm completely wrong. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's in a highball. I don't think it. I'm wrong. <laughs> I really don't remember. Lori's not ever wrong. Typically. Typically. (laughs) Back to the compliment corner. Thank you. She means that too. (laughs) Usually I'm not. And if I am, it's a surprise. (laughs) And then she she graciously bows down. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's cool. Okay. (laughs) Must be great. All right. You're like a Reese Witherspoon in Boston. (laughs) You know, whenever a Reese Witherspoon when that, in Boston, when that big doppelgangery thing was going on, you were trying to try to find your uh, uh, your celebrity doppelganger. Oh yeah, mine was Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line. Oh, <gasps> right, it's happening in I my know. head. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. All right, we have another round of learning by listing. Are you ready? This okay. one, you have thirty seconds to go. Okay. <laughs> The topic is moments in time that you wish you could go back and see yourself. Go. Well, obviously, when I was born. Oh, because what a miracle for everyone. Um, (laughs) That's the thing about being born. I would say maybe like I'd go through highlights like, okay, my third year old birthday party because I had ponies at the yard in my old house in Atlanta. Um, I would say the births of my brothers. Even though I have clear memories of those, I still would love to go back and just experience that. It was really magical. Stop. That was 30 seconds. A lot of birth and birthdays. Yeah, a lot of birth and birthdays. You're curious about your personal past. Yeah. You're very curious about your personal past. We've learned a lot about you because I would have gone a completely different direction. Yeah. Actually, why don't you do it? Why don't you do it, Lori? Okay. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Things and you've already had a, a round to think about this, but yeah. 30 seconds, go now. V-Day, the day women got the vote. Um, uh, 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 the the uh, Boston Tea Party, the Salem Witch Trials, 
Um, to see Ella Fitzgerald at Carnegie Hall. Um, um, ooh, um, uh, 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 back to anywhere in the 90s. Because um, hmm. um, that was a fun time. Um, back, Woodstock. Uh, Stop. Yeah, Woodstock's good. Yeah, those are all good. Thank okay. You. In my defense. <laughs> no, 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 Basically anywhere in my home. <laughs> yeah, people think differently. People and, have, but have Ryan different focus. was thinking like on my neck, like oh, in the cool. leg, right? Yeah. Everybody thinks too. That's why this game is built to show how your brain thinks. Now it's not. Don't take it as like you're selfish or something like that, or self-centered. It's not that at all. I think you are inquisitive about your past. I think. I think that's yeah. what the, that's the takeaway for me. Is that because I know you? I know you as a person. I know you're not self-centered. I know you're not like no. that. So I, I think what, what you are doing is it, you're just you're just curious about things that you wish you could have seen that were part of your life growing yeah. up. Yeah, which the I think story is of you know you're very story based. Yeah, and it would make true. more sense. It, like it, like it actually is a better answer in my opinion because <laughs> like if if you're if you're asking about like. If you want to just go see stuff in history, you don't change that, or it doesn't really change who you are. It's just like, oh, that was cool to see. And I think that way too. I think of like, you know, big things being built, or Samson fighting an entire army with a jawbone, or all these crazy things or like, like Auschwitz that. Or I want to see that stuff. No, I don't think about horrible Sorry. things. Sorry, <laughs> I go to like dark history places. <laughs> I want to see a historical thing, but it doesn't really change me as a person. It just like it just makes me want to see stuff. But but you, like your things are like this could help me grow if I knew more about this kind of thing. That's why I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. I think it would just be a neat if all of us could kind of like um, Christmas carol it <laughs> sure. with the ghost of Christmas past, but not Christmas centered, but just life centered. Okay. And go back and revisit time because a friend of mine, going to give her a shout out, Lucy Fleurnoy. Yeah, it's another Lucy. Another Lucy. She lives in Germany. This continent wasn't big enough for both of us. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but also literally true. But, you know, I mean, I think it would explode from awesomeness. Mm. Cool. So one day we'll reunite. Yeah. It'll be joy throughout the land. Let's not even mention all the Lucy's in your lineage. Yeah. We don't even, we don't even dare speak You're a Lucy factory. Well, and the listeners already know from the intro and also that, because last week was Lucy LaForge, who who was on the show. And so this is a (gasps) special double, double Lucy two weeks. Love (laughs) it. Lucy, Lucy weeks. Uh, This is my, my, uh. I guess no. I'm not gonna. I was gonna say maybe I should do this annually, but it's like, no, that's impossible. <laughs> How would I do? <laughs> I don't know why I jumped on that. Could be like, it's a Lucy year. <laughs> this, this all Lucy, Lucy, all year. This Lucy could contract a few Lucys for you. So yeah, I we could, could find a few. I I like how they've passed down Lucy in your family the way that men pass down uh, their last names. Huh? Mm-hmm. We have that in my family with the middle name Anne. I love that, mm-hmm. but really quickly. Just mm. before it flies out of my head, that became southern. Like flies out of my head. Um, <laughs> it become southern. <laughs> Lu- Lucy said this really cool thing years ago when she had gone through a really bad breakup, and she said, "God." And I mean, it was so wise. She was like 22 when this happened, but just looking back six months before she was 
sitting there talking to me. I think we we're on the High Line in New York City or something. It's yeah. a summer day. We were eating ice cream. And she just said, I wish I could go back and just hold myself uh, in that moment of heartbreak at the airport or something really dramatic. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and being like, wow. That's deep. Yeah. And so maybe that's where that whole idea of if we could go back and see our lives, not as we've been um, deciding to sort of tell ourselves a certain story, mm. but see how the the events actually objectively unfolded. Yeah. I think all of us could possibly be totally different people. You just never oh, know. Agreed. For better or worse. You know? Yeah. Or it, just it, it definitely helps some resentment and stuff if you could see why people were doing things. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. That's cool. That, that then uh, again that shines a lot of light on why you answered the way you did and that's it, that game as silly as it is gets people talking about real stuff i love that i love that, that simple that's little cool. game that's what i'm saying man all your history places were i mean valid thank you <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants to go to that tea party everyone wants to go to i mean <laughs> i've been chucking tea like crazy <laughs> <laughs> all right man well we're coming to the end of the show we just have a few more things to do oh my gosh um the last thing uh the last question that I ask all my guests. It's very simple because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. Now keep in mind there are so many different types of strength, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all these and more and more. Um, but my last wow. question to ask is always, hey, are you super strong? Hell yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that answer. Um, I like any answer in this, in this particular question because it gives an idea of who that person is. And, the thing that I like about doing podcasts is you don't know why or when someone's going to listen to it. You just have no idea. It could be today when it comes out. It could be years from now. But I think that somebody or multiple people are listening to it and relating to you, right? They look you up. They look, you know, that you're an actress. They're looking up things you've done or looking up your social media and how you talk and the things that you believe in. And they might want to hear more about how you think and how you get super strong as you are. So the last thing I'll ask from you is, um, if you could give a piece of advice that makes you super strong that my listeners can take as a mantra until next week when uh, the next guest comes on. I would say perspective is everything Mm. in everything. And I think for me, one of my, I don't know what I would consider one of my super strengths that I have is that I am able to um, let things go and move forward and I don't really hold on to grudges. I might hold on to anger sometimes or resentment, but I don't hold on to grudges with people. Nice. Yeah. And I don't know, but that just to me feels like um, if you're true to your truth, which for me it's always just kind of pure love and acceptance and just progress, like progress above everything, whether it's politics or personal lives or creatively or whatever, if you can get past that stuff, then your energy overall is just moving forward and it's yeah. like healthy too. And sure. there's optimism and yeah, optimism is really important and gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I Everything's like what you look at. It, it you've answered a lot of questions this evening with perspective in mind, I think. Even that, even the learning by listening stuff, it's all about your perspective and how you, if you were to change your perspective, it could make you a better person and stuff like that. So I think that's right along the lines of why someone might be relating to you. And I think that's very good advice for anybody that's listening. So thank you for that. Mm, you're welcome. 
I guess the last, I said the last thing earlier, but the last thing I'm going to ask of you now is for plugs. Because I like, I like people that are following you, if they, if they can follow your social media, or YouTube videos, things you've been in, anything that people can check out that you'd wish them to find you know I'd not your it. home address not your phone number <laughs> social wait no <laughs> gpa from high school <laughs> exactly yeah All the pertinent start there <laughs> uh but yeah any anywhere that, that the listeners of the show can go and check you out and be become lucy's newest fans mm. well social media wise i am just it's very boring i gotta change it no. I love like witty little fun puns and stuff. But uh, Lucy, L-U-C-Y dot Sheftal, S-H-E-F-T-A-L-L. And that's all mine are. It's just yeah. like, but, yeah, that's great. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I was so resistant to Instagram for so long. Oh, me too. And social media. Oh, yeah. I know. We shared these, these sentiments. Oh, I hate yeah. the hooligans mm-hmm. and their opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say... So I'm a very politically motivated person. Okay. I don't have you a... You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. I know. Um, I don't have a creative project to plug at this very moment. Mm-hmm. It's in flux. But I would say that... Um, and I know that the timing of when this will come out, it'll, it could very well be irrelevant. Hopefully, on the positive end of stuff, it'll be irrelevant. But just in case it's not, um, this whole week, I've really been grappling with HB481 which is a bill that is just so draconian. It is like something out of Handmaid's Tale um, happening in my home state of Georgia. Yeah. And what it basically does in three very quick little succinct points is that it would ban abortion. I mean, yeah, ban abortion at six weeks. Mm -hmm. Hello, lots of women who have irregular cycles might not even know they're pregnant at that time. They're calling it the heartbeat. Bill, right? Which is, is very that, ironic or? because medically and in the scientific world, people would tell you that um, hearts in fetuses are not even being formed until 20 weeks. So mm-hmm. it is kind That's of ironic. an ironic name. Very yeah. ironic. Yeah. Um, and then the second bullet point that it is uh, striving to do is criminalize miscarriages, basically. So oh. if women um, had a sinus infection, like you know, actually a friend of mine who's pregnant right now and they're on antibiotics. Legally, these are not, you know, illegal drugs we're talking about and they very much want to be pregnant. If anything were to happen and the baby died during that time or, or she just miscarried, I should say, rather, um, she could be subject to a criminal investigation as would her, her practitioner. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, this is just insane. Yeah. And then the third and final thing is, is that, um, oh my God, I'm blanking now. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no, actually, I think I covered it. It was the drugs. Um, Those are the two big things. Being illegal, about, yeah. the miscarriage criminalization, and then also the six weeks ab- abortion ban. Right, yeah, that's, yeah. <sighs> but mainly what it would do would endanger so many women in Georgia. Um, and as the ACLU has already stated, of course, the women who it would mostly end up affecting would be women of color. Mm. It would also be women of lower uh, socioeconomic brackets, as everything in our Every country single is. Thing is always, yeah, yeah, regardless of race. Um, women, the mortality rate for mothers to be would go up. Uh, the infant mortality rate would go up. Um, just the healthcare community would be subject to losing uh, the ability to attract obstetricians to the state of Georgia, which mm-hmm. already most of the counties there are rural. They don't have, I mean, we're, we're a state with a lot of people, you know, compared to flyover states, I guess, but 
there's so many communities that are not like Atlanta or Columbus where I'm from or anywhere else comparable that are so rural and they do not have healthcare people like on site. Yeah. yeah. So something like this would staff. snuff out any attraction for, you know, modern young doctors moving to the state of Georgia to practice medicine, which is terrible for the state. Yeah. And not to mention putting a woman uh, the thing that struck me most about this if I might go you know, for it is that of course, all the other things are terrible. They're awful. But I've heard them before. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, I, unfortunately, as women, we're used to hearing all these damning, things, terrible things. Yeah. You know, but the thing that really got me was that women who miscarry mm -hmm. can go through a criminal investigation as if they willed it to happen. Yeah. This reminds me of, you know, back when they said, uh, who, I forget the senator who said, uh, women can't really become pregnant from rape. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, to me, these are just like, Missouri. What? I think he was from. <laughs> what? And to put a woman through an extremely grueling process of being criminally investigated at, at probably the hardest or mm -hmm. one of the mo hardest moments in her life, you know. And so most women will miscarry in their life. Yeah. It's just kind of a given, even yes. in modern day. Oh. I mean, and, early and, on, but I and mean, And that's of you know. any economic or racial background. Yes. It's just. It's just part of, if it's going to stick in the oven, you know, yeah. like it's just part of it. Yeah. For a lot of people. And these are women, many of which who, who frankly, want oh, to be yes. pregnant they know? have done proper family planning they want children desperately they love them yeah so that's that stuck out to me you know not to make too much of a political point but since you're talking about a, this is your plug moment you're talking about a project that you're passionate about and that's something that's stuck yeah. out to me yeah yeah i would i would completely agree with that and i think that maybe that is an aspect that will hopefully defeat it mm. Um, it'll also, you know, do away with a lot of people being able to have in vitro fertilization, which is huge Oh my! in every state where wow. people have money, you know, yeah. so that's ironic. Um, and ultimately Hollywood is a lot of Hollywood players are already threatening to boycott business in Georgia, which I fully support. Cause there's a huge film industry there. Yes, there is billions of dollars in the economy pumped in every year by the film industry. But I think that I kind of felt a little hurt. And I mean, I'm a gay woman. And when they had the sort of, they were floating the religious free, quote, quote, religious freedom bill last mm. year, two years ago. And this was kind of in the wake of the bathroom bill in North Carolina, too. There was so much public outcry and so much Hollywood backlash against that. And I mean, in North Carolina, banks that would not do business in North Carolina and I mean, major national businesses. But with this, it's all women. Mm. There's no men involved. I mean, theoretically right. speaking, of course, there's always men involved. They made a baby. <laughs> and they're part of families and doctors and whatever. Yeah. But um, I took it all the more personally because it just felt like, really? You guys thought you could just squeak this by yeah. and oppress or suppress like a half of the population, more than <clears throat> half, gen you know, by gender? Well, they're literally trying to criminalize yeah. being a woman. Yeah. And having autonomy yeah. as a woman of your own body. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the earliest stages where it's not even scientifically, scientifically incorrect yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. at all. Yeah. 
Well, that's and that's <sighs> it's all on the it's all on the marketing of it as well. That's uh, that's what I hate about all this everything that they that they do to market to more dumb people is call it the heartbeat thing. And the, the people go, Ugh. you know, do you want people? Do you want to kill a baby with their heartbeat beating? You know, it's like, uh, of course, people that don't read or understand science or anything are going to go, no. Yeah. No. Well, you know, and so they go, okay, thanks. We can count on your vote. It appeals though, to their animalistic emotion. Even though if we explained brain. everything to you, it would not be, you know, you would, you would stop agreeing with us, but of course, but that's what it's all marketing and that's yeah. what's bullshit. And but. there's been instances in Georgia's, um, I mean, specifically Georgia's history where the state very, and it's always the extreme right wing. It's, it's actually not moderate Republicans. It's the far right mm. that's putting all of the people in this situation moderate Republicans, moderate Democrats, liberal Democrats, everyone. Um, but there was a situation in the past where they wanted to float the idea of doing away with partial birth abortions, mm -hmm. which of course, as we all know, as like adults who also know the ways of the world and science, usually when a woman is at that stage, the only reason that that would even happen is because she is in danger the baby's not going to make it has already passed away there's complications i mean it's not a viable it's usually not a it's a horrible situation more. Yeah. yeah and why would you make this poor woman carry this tragedy to term mm -hmm. because either it's already passed away or it's going to or it's going to suffer and you know it's just horrible across the board but that was struck down because I think a Republican, I want to say state senator or or representative, experienced that situation within his own family. And his daughter had a situation like that and got very late into her or maybe third early third trimester or something. And she had a horrible defect. And I mean, everything had to be taken care of. And... It was horrible, but it was like, this is the only humane thing for the baby, for her, for everyone. It's devastating, but like, this is how surgical things need to work. And the person, the Republican was so, well, of course, like, this is my daughter. I mean, this is the yes, reality of the situation. Child. Yeah. So I really hope that people don't let this kind of um, even more crazy... <laughs> bills just squeak by because people haven't seen the exposure on it or um heard about it you know just yeah yeah that would be a, a travesty for georgia and for women yeah. agreed so yeah well on that note i don't feel comfortable plugging anything else because the, the, <laughs> people, the, the, people, I that I no, the people that i know the people that i normally plug at this time of the of the show agree with you you know and so I'd rather let somebody who's informed and has actually read the material and actually knows what's going on um, end the show, you know? And uh, because I agree with it, Lori agrees with it, the yeah. people that I'd normally plug at this portion of the show agree with it, and sometimes you just got to let that be the last thing people hear. So with no further ado, uh, normally at the end of the show, I try to get somebody up their game in some way, Ooh. and I will just let that be everybody that Lucy just talked to because you suck and you need to fix your ways. <laughs> And uh, you're just get incorrect. ready to fight if it doesn't, if it if it goes through. So that's the, the end of this episode, and uh, and yeah, don't be a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs>